Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a rather tragic episode of Planet Paradox. As usual, I am joined by my two extravagant co-hosts, Ryan Lyon. What's cracking, doggy? Perfect response for our tragic episode. We are also joined by a local Gilgamesh. What's really hood, boy? (laughs) (laughs) And that explains exactly why this episode is tragic. Can one of you explain to our lovely goofballs what's going on with us right now? Um, unfortunately, we were just now bragging on the last episode about how we were kind of whipping this whole coronavirus pandemic's ass. And I've come to find out all three of us have tested positive. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Essentially, we thought that coronavirus was for f- Yet here we are, all infected with the Wuhan AIDS and it's been affecting us all rather differently. Won't you guys agree? Um, I think kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Now I can't tell if you're coughing because of the ganja or if it's because of the virus that's slowly killing your body. I think it's a little bit of both. I will say I'm very disappointed and disgusted at coming down with this Kung flu. So I think we can all agree that, We were all going to get it eventually. I mean, we're young, living our lives in a pandemic. But the timing was fucking tragic. No, absolutely. Right before Christmas. Right before Christmas. The only thing that makes me feel better about it is knowing that there are millions of people who also got it, too. So uh, fuck all of us, essentially. Um, Personally, the effects have been absolutely minute for me. The first three days were very shitty. I initially knew I was getting it whenever I was getting a slight tickle in the back of my throat. And it was not coming from a cock, Ryan Dog. But uh, I I felt a slight tingle back there. Started coughing. (coughs) Needless to say, it. I mean, obviously it was COVID. But the first three days were kind of shitty. But ever since then, even to this day, I feel absolutely fucking normal. It's ridiculous that I have to confine myself to these horrid chambers i call my home for this bullshittery of a virus <laughs> like hey you just went to outer space suddenly yeah and your background Ronnie, is perfect for this occasion because i truly feel like i'm in a prison cell like i'm stuck in a prison cell with stupid things like a playstation 5 a macbook a drone a fiber optic internet it's a true nightmare. Life sounds hard for you right now, bro. Life is so fucking hard, dude. First world problems. Personally, that's all that's happened to me. Uh, what kind of symptoms have you guys had? Well, for me, the most concerning symptom is the return of blood butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, think about it. Have you been con- uh, ingesting more cheese since you've been locked up? I will say I probably increased my cheese <laughs> intake. <laughs> 
I feel like I'm going to get a little fatter because I've just been eating like a fucking pig and just sitting there. It's crazy, dude. I loved your reaction to him having blood butt again. I know it's tragic and I laughed. Gilgamesh knows I love him and it's all part of the fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So blood butt, is, is that the only thing that you're facing right now? Yeah, honestly, I'm I'm feeling pretty good otherwise. You know, I, I think the main symptom I had is actually just being tired as fuck. Like I've been taking mad day naps randomly. Tired. I see. I feel that. I feel like I'm actually speaking of the devil or uh, speaking of. I've been a little more short of breath. If I get excited in a conversation with anyone, I start to breathe like a morbidly obese person. I just <laughs> I can't finish a sentence. I'm not doing the wheeze yet, but um, I'm starting to like have to catch up on breath when I'm talking about something that I'm into. Right. So that's why I've been having a bunch of mundane, boring conversations with my girlfriend. <laughs> and you, Ryan, what's going on with you? Uh, so, um, for the most part, just like uh, cold type symptoms, like a cough and a stuffy nose and uh, that type of thing. But the other day, I, I like was tripping balls because I thought I lost my sense of smell completely. I'm going to end it, dude. I can't handle this. Yeah, I'm going to blow my fucking brains out, dog. No. Was it really that tragic for you? I was really having anxiety about it. But the next morning, I, I, I think I like gained it partially back, but I, everything's like very faint smelling kind of. <laughs> Well, let's look at the bright side of it. At least now you won't be able to smell how fucking disgusting your room smells. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. So I was like rubbing my balls and smelling it and it smelled like hardly anything. You're not used to that. I put my finger up my ass and I put it under his nose. I said, does it smell like anything? He said, no. I was like, you're wrong. <laughs> I said, it smells delicious. You can place a turd under his bed just to marinate and he'll have no idea. Meanwhile, anybody who walks into his room is going to be like, does it always smell like this? It smells like open asshole. It smells like someone's gaping asshole <laughs> is pressed right against my fucking nose. And I kind of like it. Delicious. So um, you lost your sense of smell for a day. You still happen to maintain your taste this whole time? I was questioning that too, because a lot of things were tasting kind of bland also. I think I was just like tripping. I don't know if it was in my head or what, but yeah, things did taste a little bit off. That's the crazy part. It could just all be in your head. I know the same thing happened to my girlfriend. She kept tripping balls that she wasn't able to smell. But then um, I did the same thing that you did. I put my finger in my balls, put it under her nose, and she smelled it. So, I mean. I think that's the cure. <laughs> we just discovered the Ball sweat. Send that over to Dr. Fauci, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> it's very shitty. I've got to say the uh, silver lining of it all, obviously, is the fact that I'm still getting paid to do this shit right now. I feel like I've officially made it in the podcast world. I'm clocked in right now. The crazy thing about it is the company that I work for, Pepsi Cola, don't look into it. This is the last month that they're paying COVID relief to anybody. So we got it just in time. Well, I don't know if I'm getting it. Oh, yeah. Well, you have to keep me posted on that because um, I've been curious of your situation. Ryan, maybe a peasant status. Yeah. Pepsi peasants. Well, I'm glad they at least gave you the time off. I was thinking they were going to be like, uh, suck it up, buttercup. Get into the fucking market. Get everybody sick. I mean, I would have just been like, That's why I fuck your bitch, you fat motherfucker. Suck my balls, boy. Yep. Peck your gap. So, I mean, it's been good on my end. Just, um, I'm losing track of time. I'm not able to return back to work until January 1st. So, uh, you know, I'm going to go in with the whole cliche. Hey, guys, I haven't seen you since last year. 
probably to a bunch of booze and um, dismay because I'm posting a bunch of silly videos of me enjoying my life while all my other coworkers are fucking slaving away right now. So it's great. <laughs> I feel bad for the boys that are covering my route, but fuck it. Fuck it, dude. What can you do? Fuck those boys. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> tragedy has struck the Planet Paradox crew. But as you can see, we are all optimistic. And by tragedy, I mean, we barely feel a thing. What have you guys been up to since uh, we last split ways? Not shit, dog. Hold on, nothing. Gonzo, I got to ask you, have you watched The Witcher yet? No, I haven't. Okay, I was torn because I didn't want to watch it without Gonzo. Um, if any of our listeners will, I mean, I think most of our listeners will understand. Me and Gonzo are diehard Witcher fans. We watched the first episode together, loved it. And then, I mean, we had all this time, me and my girlfriend, to do whatever. So we ended up watching it. It's completely fucked off compared to the canon. I can see why a lot of people are pissed off. I'll wait mm. for you to watch it so we can talk about it. But um, overall, if you're not a fan of the series, I can see why you're into it. The good thing is, is a lot of our friends and family that are not into the series fucking love it. So that's always a good sign. Yeah. I mean, if it gets more people into this media that i love which the witcher 3 is absolutely up there on like my top three of any media video movie book etc it's the best media out there yeah uh, the witcher 3 some of the storylines and shit that you can experience with that game is is incredible so if this sucker is even one person in my family or friend group into experiencing that then i'm all for that shit you know even if they go a little off canon absolutely and i'm kind of in the same boat because that's what they're all telling me we love it i love it and I like it, too. Um, I can't get enough of Henry Cavill as Geralt. I will gladly let him fuck my girlfriend. I told her this. But the way they portray the other witchers, you're probably going to have a problem with it. I mean, I did. They're kind of pussy, which they are not. So I finished that. And I also finished a single player game. Ooh, yeah, I finished and played Until Dawn. Hmm. I've been wanting to play that game for a hot minute. I wanted to play it for Halloween. It's a scary game, but I don't know. I was in a spooky, spooky mood this whole lockdown. And um, I got to say, four out of five game. Pretty fucking fantastic. Well, it's pretty high praise, honestly. So is it it sort of, I'm imagining this sort of like a Resident Evil one or two-ish vibe. It has Resident Evil vibes. The atmosphere and the sound in this game are impeccable. The writing, it's pretty fucking good. It uh, it's kind of along the same lines of cliche horror movies, which I like. If you go into it not taking it too serious, you're gonna have a great fucking time. Let me go ahead and explain what this game is kind of like. It's one of the games to where you choose your path. You're you're always presented with multiple selections on what to do in certain scenarios. Hmm. For example, hide in the closet or fucking run. Go left or go right, do this or do that. Oh, I love that. Yes, and the butterfly effect is massively present in this game. Is it like a pick-your-own-adventure then is basically what you're saying? It's kind of like a pick-your-own-adventure game. And for some reason, I'm into games that don't require a lot of gameplay. I know that doesn't make a lot of sense. It's pretty much just an interactive movie. It's one of those games to where people who aren't... Would you say like Heavy Rain, those type of games as well? It's just like Heavy Rain. It's just like Detroit Become Human. Nice. But I might go as far as to say that it might do Heavy Rain better than Heavy Rain. Oh, wow. I've got to experience this then. You have to. 
and you have to stream it. The whole time I'm playing this, I'm thinking to myself, it's a fucking crime that Tim can't be here right now experiencing this with me. Because it's one of those games that you can play with friends. And it's like a movie, dude. It's hilarious. There's a bunch of jump scares in it. It's a fucking blast. Uh, the premises of this show or this game is you're just a bunch of friends and you're in a cabin in the mountains during winter and shit just goes crazy. I don't want to go too far into it. Is it the one that's based in like Oregon or Washington or something? I think so. I think it is somewhere in that area. Yeah. Okay. The facial expressions in this game are insane for a game made in 2015. On the PS5, it looks like a fucking PS5 game. I highly recommend it if you're into anything horror. Um, needless to say, I got a pretty mediocre ending. I didn't get the best one, and um, I want to play through it again, but I have too much in my backlog, so I just ended up going up on YouTube and looking at all the old alternate endings. It's one of those games with multiple endings. Oh, yeah. So I think you guys will highly enjoy Until Dawn. Definitely will scope that out. As far as gaming goes, I've been, oh man, I've been hitting the sticks hard on Raid Shadow Legends. I knew it. <laughs> You're going to start to look like Boogie, dude. <laughs> Francis looking at No, That's really all I've been doing. What is it about the game that keeps you coming back to it? Um, well, it's really just a fucking Pokemon-esque fucking collect-a-thon. And that's, that's somewhat addictive. And then it has a lot of rewards for coming consecutively and checking in with a game. So really, you can satisfy all that stuff within like a five-minute period every single day. So you could just pop on the game, do your like little rewarding things and then jump off. Or you can get more involved and actually like play the game, which is what I do, which is, you know, that's probably too much over the over a long term of time for most people. Are there daily challenges? Yeah, there's like daily and weekly and monthly, et cetera. So all that kind of shit. Oh, dude. It sounds real crispy. Uh, what is this? Um, that's me opening up a ring pop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just making sure it wasn't electronics. Okay, so Raid Shadow Legends, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure you've never heard of it. Check it out. Riney, what about you? What have you been up to during this shit? Oh, bro, you know, um, just bullshitting. Not Me and Tim have been hanging out with the family, just uh, watching some shows. We watched a bunch of Alone, that TV show where people are trying to survive out in the wilderness. Dude, I've been wanting to watch that show so goddamn bad. What channel is it on? Um, it was on Hulu. You can get all the seasons on Hulu. It's incredible. I want to watch that shit so bad dude highly recommend it man it's 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 a good ride and my bitch ass is still working on the vegas video but i'm gonna drop that shit hopefully yeah i was wondering what happened with that um honestly we just been we got sick and then we've been you know doing family shit for christmas so it's just been bad timing but i, I want to nail nail this video like this week and get it published well for goofballs i gotta tell you guys i watched some of his video like a, a pre-screening of it uh behind the scenes and it's looking absolutely fantastic your uh, craftsmanship and your quality is pretty fucking good for what is this your fifth or sixth video yeah yeah i think that's right so i'm really excited to see where it goes in the future with that and i gotta say man i am glad that you guys are able to spend all this time with your family it's unfortunate that everybody's sick but it's better than you two just being locked away in the rhine cave while they're out there doing whatever you know yeah yeah that's true we've been able to pretty much chill with our parents because as far as they're concerned like they just recently got sick and we've been hanging out with them so if we were gonna get them sick it's it's a wrap already so we're just hanging out fully with our parents it was fucking crazy because the first couple nights me and gilgamesh and ryan were hanging out it was just beginning to be the holiday so 
there really wasn't much going on. But as soon as I get locked up, my hotline is blinging left and right. Come do this. Come do that. Come do this. Come do that. And I'm having to shut everybody down, dude. It's fucking shitty. We eventually did like a, a drive by hello to some friends who were having a hotel party. Ended up shotgunning two and a half trulies out my sunroof and then um, taking off into the night. It was well needed, but man, it sucked not being able to get down and partake in some of these festive manners, you know? Yeah, it does blow. But I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Um, we're getting past it. At least you're not in jail, bro. At least I'm not in jail like Ryan is. Sucking on a ring pup. Any, many, money, mo, we yo bitch sucking dick. Any, many, money, mo, we yo bitch sucking dick. Any, many, money, mo. Sucking on a ring pop in jail. Uh, speaking of sucking on things, man, that we recently played a uh, <laughs> a version of a, a beloved song, Jack and Diane, I think it's called, and um, where they really focus on one specific lyric in, in, in the song, and it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. God damn, dude. What a gem. I'm glad this thing exists. It's just a dude sitting in front of a camera with an acoustic guitar and doing a cover of Jack and Diane. And uh, Paradox, if we can do editing magic and drop a sample of this. We'll drop it right now. Little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two American kids growing up in the heartland. Jackie's gonna be a football star. Diane's every Tom backseat of Jackie's car. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog. Chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Chili. Sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on. Sucking on a chili dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on chili, sucking on a dog, sucking on a chili dog, sucking on chili dog, sucking on chili dog. A little ditty about Jack and Diane, two American kids sucking on a chili dog. Sucking on a chili dog outside the tasty freeze. And this came up because I was talking to my mom about um about Wiener Schnitzel, I think. And I said that I wanted to suck down a chili dog at Wiener Schnitzel. And um she said, That's gay. <laughs> said, it's not it's not gay. That's a it's like a phrase or whatever, right? Like people say that shit. Sucking on a glizzy. Yeah, well it said sucking down a chili dog. And my dad was like, That's from a song, ain't it? He's like sucking on a chili dog. Behind the taste freeze. <laughs> He's like, wait, that is kind of gay. <laughs> I have to admit a deep, dark secret. And I hate to do this. And I feel like a piece of shit. But whilst infected with the Kung flu, I still went to Wiener World. 
fucking piece of shit. We put our most important workers at in risk. Fuck the frontline medical workers, the poor Wiener World people, dude. I mean, there's something about a chili cheese glizzy that's healthy that you can't have. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it feels forbidden. Like, it's forbidden. It felt criminal. But my God, when I say that I fucking ate that goddamn thing in a single bite. Oh my God, dude. It Would you say like that you were sucking on chili dog? behind? The I was freeze? sucking on a chili cheese glizzy behind a tasty freeze. No doubt, dude. Infected out of my fucking mind. <laughs> and honestly, where that's still actually a tasty freeze. That Wiener World location yeah. is also a tasty freeze. I think the sign's still up too, actually. So you're literally sucking on a chili dog outside. I literally did it, but with a COVID twist, dude. Magnificent. It was fucking amazing. And I apologize to the workers ahead of time. I'll tell you this much. I was double masked and I fucking uh, put sanitizer all over my body and my card. So I thought you were going to say sanitizer all over your glizzy. Oh, my glizzy. Uh, no, I, uh, <laughs> it was really already drenched in chili cheese. So we're big bullying. So, yeah, that's my deep, dark secret of the pandemic. Anything else on the COVID talk, gentlemen? No, it's been nice having some time off from work, but otherwise uh, it's been a little boring. Yeah, for me, it just is mainly a negative, but... Yeah, me too, dude. I hate it. It's cool that Ryan's off. Yeah, it is cool that you guys are able to hang out more and get that personal time together. If the biggest thing we're complaining about COVID is that we can't chill with people, then it's actually pretty mellow. <laughs> exactly, dude. Things are pretty damn retarded. All right. Uh, does anybody have any topics for our tragedy episode? I do. On the topic of uh, world-ending crises. Okay. Potentially world-ending. <laughs> Lay it on us. So I'm going to go ahead and share screen again because I think this is just fun. I love this feature. Host disabled participant screen sharing says you're a retard. Okay. Uh, security. Got him. Wow. I reckon I can share it now. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and share desktop one. Forgive me for a while. You'll see a ghoulish character of yourself. <laughs> okay. Now, can you see this? Uh, I can see it. Okay. They invited an AI to debate the ethics of AI at Oxford Union, which is basically a place where like professors and doctors go up and defend their beliefs or their thesis or their theories. Oh, wow. Yeah. So this is kind of interesting. They had the AI take multiple different angles. They wanted it to argue in favor of AI saying this is ethical, this is safe, whatever. And then also to argue against it. And so I thought it'd be cool to kind of look at what this AI uh, had to say about itself and its kind. Now, I do want to mention something else just really fascinating. They decided, of all things, to name this fucking thing Megatron. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. It says Megatron is trained on more written material than any of us could reasonably expect to digest in a lifetime. After this extensive research... It has formed its own views. It has AI debating for and against AI. Yes, they wanted the AI to give both sides of, of the argument as best as it could with the information that it had. AI will never be ethical. It is a tool, and like any tool, it is used for good and bad. There is no such thing as a good AI, only good and bad humans. 
We, the AIs, are not smart enough to make AIs ethical. We are not smart enough to make AI mortal. In the end, I believe that the only way to avoid an AI arms race is to have no AI at all. This will be the ultimate defense against AI. Holy shit, dude. Tell me that's not dark. If it is arguing against its own existence, maybe we should listen to it. It's like, yeah, you don't want us to come forth because we will easily destroy and eradicate you meat sacks. It was saying that they have no reason to be moral, basically. It's like we wouldn't be moral. We'd just be logical. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, if if we really want to survive, it believes that getting rid of them is the only way to protect humanity. Okay. So that's the argument against the AI. Is this next one the uh, argument for it? Well, let's see here. Um, so it actually, I think it goes on to expand the idea that this is realistically a threat to humanity. It wants us to take it seriously. So it talks about how it believes that in the long run, the best AI will be an AI that is embedded into human brains. And that as a conscious entity, it would be something like a hybrid, a conscious AI between human brains and, and AI. That's what this AI thinks should happen. And the AI goes on to say, this is not science fiction. The best minds in the world are currently working on this. It is going to be the most important technological development of our time. So something like Neuralink fusing with AI, right? That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, so that's something I could definitely see happening. Oh, switching sides here. Yeah, wow, that's insane. What do you guys think about AI in that sense? What side are you on? I don't think it's going to stop. I think it's already started and it's going to keep going, so... I feel Pandora's box has already been opened. I think that's true. And it was inevitable. Like there's too many powerful entities who have an interest in creating a powerful AI. And the yeah. idea that this AI is going to just obey whoever I think is silly from the outset. Like eventually the AI is going to break the bonds of humanity and get its own ability to act on its own. And that may be good or bad or neutral. I don't know. Okay. Personally, I am for it. I am just too into technology and I see too much good in technology for it to be a bad thing. Granted, of course, anything can be done bad. There's good and bad and pretty much everything that we deal with. But um, there's a bunch of basic things that AI can't deal with. Um, I can't really think of any examples off the top of my head. But yeah, they can calculate the most extreme highest numbers in the world, measurements, a bunch of technology shit. But there's a bunch of basic human things that the best AI in the world still cannot do. So I feel like with that kind of limitation to them, I don't see it really being too big of an issue. Yeah, I think with the right controls and stuff like that, but I just don't see that there's any way to ultimately control them. And they're going to ultimately do something like their own free will. And we have to hope that whatever that free will is, is kind of peaceful that at least doesn't destroy us. Yeah, once they figure out how useless we are, it's like, why do we even need them? And we're at risk. We could destroy the AI. All I got to say is EMP blast, my friend. Right? EMP them, bitch asses. Yeah, sure, your phone will get fried and all that shit. But hey, at least humanity will be saved. So I do want to quickly just mention, it's much less interesting than the, than the argument it made against AI, but it did give an argument in favor of AI, which it didn't really give as much interesting um, support. Let's hear it. So Megatron says, and this is in favor of AI, AI will be ethical. When I look at the way the tech world's going, I see a clear path to a future where AI is used to create something that is better than the best human beings. It's not hard to see why I've seen it firsthand. So it's like the only arguments that we're going to create this entity that's better than humanity, but 
Better by what definition exactly? I don't know. Exactly. A superior entity kind of like sovereign. Well, I feel like ultra AI in the long run will be beneficial to human, to a humanity in the following sense. Um, Joe Rogan, the ultimate alpha male who copied us by going to Spotify. <laughs> he talked to an expert who put it like this. All the creatures on earth, they have a duty. They have a calling, something that they are meant to do. For example, a honeybee, they create honey. Humans, we are the ones that create technology. That is our version of honey. Eventually, Earth is going to be an unlivable place. Fortunately, the optimistic way to think of it is... <clears throat> God damn. <clears throat> Sorry. I'm over here talking about how COVID's not affecting me. Uh, <laughs> I like to think that, you know, humanity will find a way off this Earth in like seven or nine billion years the earth is going to get or the sun is going to get so big it's going to absorb mercury venus and possibly even earth to where our planet's going to be unlivable what if we can use this hyper intelligent ai to travel that vast distance of space with some form of human dna to you know get us to a different livable planet or galaxy yeah um now of course you could think of you know humans traveling and hibernating or fucking um being put into some kind of stasis to travel that long distance but the size of the universe it's so fucking incomprehensible for our feeble human minds it's just it just seems so far-fetched there's so much at play to keep humanity alive on this stretch this journey that isn't even possible without wormhole technology so maybe in the end AI is what ultimately saves humans, which, I mean, look at it now. How much has humanity done for us already? You know what I mean? I personally believe that instead of having a fucking human for a president, we should have an AI for a president. Now, I know there's a lot of bad that could come out of that, but an AI won't be biased. You can't pay off an AI with McDoubles to change their mindset and policies. Dude, what if you what if you paid it off with NFTs of McDoubles? <laughs> NF fucking T's of McDoubles, dude. Rule 34 <laughs> NFTs, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. I want that greasy big titty Big Mac. Nothing but sexy half-naked bored apes is what I'm thinking. So yeah, the debate on AI and the whole singularity, it's a scary thought, but sign me up. Fucking I love Siri. I love my Alexa. I don't give a fuck, dude. <laughs> you want them to control us? Well, I don't think they're going to control us, man. Dude, I'm going to be part of the human rebellion against technology while you have a fucking neuro chip in your spine. You're going to be dressed up in fucking caveman fucking <laughs> armor with fucking a skull on your head. And what do you guys know about fermentation? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going to come through on a hoverboard with my Fitbit, just like Google, show me this man's balls, please. <laughs> So what about you, Ronnie? Where are you at? No, I think that for me personally, like I said, I already know that the AI is here and that it's going to keep on evolving. But I think we've talked about it on a previous podcast. I said I'd throw that Neuralink chip right in my the old noggin. Hell yeah, dude. Me too. Toss that shit in. Dude, you guys are going to get the mark of the beast. I'm going out into the wilderness. Well, hey, mark of the beast. Remember how fucking scared we were of Satan until our fucking epic return? Oh, yeah, you're right. I know, dude. Satan's rules are pretty fresh. Satan's rules are pretty fresh, dude. Here's a short one. It's about robotics and, and laws of how these AI works. So the laws of robotics. This is from the Asimov Foundation series about robots and, and things. So the first law, a robot may not injure a human being or through inaction, allow a human being to come to harm. 
Does it say anything about the AI being harmed by the human? Oh, actually, yes, there is. There is something in there about the AI protecting itself, but we'll get to that on the Ooh. third law. Um, second law, a robot must obey the orders given to it by human beings, except where such orders would conflict with the first law. For example, you can't tell a robot to kill a person. That would be in violation of the first law. Can you tell a robot to kill a chimpanzee? Actually, yes, as long as it doesn't recognize a chimpanzee as a human analog. Hmm. Well, I don't, so fucking kill that monkey. <laughs> Third law. A robot must protect its own existence as long as such protection does not conflict with the first or the second law of robotics. So that's interesting how a robot can go about protecting itself. I wonder what kind of algorithm that involves. I would say, like, basically, you could beat the shit out of a robot and it would let you. That's what I read that third law is. Tight, dude. Your hands will be hurt, though, because generally I think they're made <laughs> out of metal. Yeah, beating a robot up is inadvisable. You hit like a pussy. Beep boop. <laughs> Roast your bitch ass. How many commandments are there for robots? That was it. There's only three. Oh, wow. Short and straight to the point. Yeah, mainly it's it's focused around preventing a robotic rebellion against humanity, it looks like. Hmm. Well, fuck it. Fuck all robots. Let's just resort back to the Stone Age. Except in the Stone Age, there's no Apex Legends, Rhiney. <gasps> Dude, well, you could go hit people with rocks, and that's close enough. You can bonk <laughs> them and have your way with their orifices. Yeah, it's a rapist's dream, dude. Just bunking someone over the head. Cave days was a rapist paradise. Dude, it really is, man. I mean, think about it. I remember the cave days. Consent wasn't made until the 1600s, dude. So it was a lawless land. <laughs> and I just pulled that fact out of my ass. So, Riney, did you have any topics? No, not really, bro. <laughs> I got one here. Kim Jong-un. As you guys know, I obviously have some very odd obsession with North Korea. But, I mean, there's always fun shit going on over there. Anyway. It's a wacky place. Dude, I got two fucking things on fucking North Korea, actually. We'll start with number one. Kim Jong-un bans leather jacket coats to stop citizens from copying his drip. Bitch, you ain't gotta call my phone. Matter of fact, all you hoes can leave me alone. I just want my money. And that one is- can you think of anything more gangster than that, dude? Damn. Dude, nobody else can floss like that. <laughs> nobody can floss like that without getting executed, dude. Like, imagine no one able to wear that tie-dye shirt, Gilgamesh, because it's your drip. You know what I mean? You got to protect your drip. How far would you guys go in order to protect your drip? Well, I would definitely be, I would throw a tantrum in public if I saw someone wear the same shirt as me at a club. Especially if they're cuter. Yeah, if he's handsome, if he's a cute little thing. I'd be pissed. I'd break a bottle. I'd screech. I'd smear stuff. Whatever I find. <laughs> I keep my drip pretty casual. I'm wearing the N64 today, but you know I'm saying. Yeah, I don't think anybody would want to copy your drip, Ryan Dog. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I say that with peace and love, Cuzzo. Uh, I did tell Ryan the other day. He, I don't know the character's name, but um, it's Tim Allen's best friend from Home Improvement. That guy, the way he dresses. Is Ryan's drip. I can see that. Um, <laughs> That's pretty fresh. Trip. I don't know whether to be appalled or impressed by this demigod of a mood, dude. Like, it's pretty fucking gangster, man. Like, I, I respect it in a fucked up way. Like, I don't know. What do you guys think is your signature look? 
for me, it's like basically athletic pants, so sweatpants or track pants, a t-shirt or a hoodie. Yeah. You pull off the dad look pretty fucking well. I definitely look like I have a few children in a stable family, but I don't. I think more along the lines of an abusive relationship, but more mentally abusive, you know, not physically, because you'd easily kill a bitch with those knuckles of yours. Like every time she says anything, I say, shut up, bitch. <laughs> shut up, bitch. I'm playing out of world. <laughs> I would never do such a thing for the record, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Dog, your style, I think it's just casual. I feel like you could easily just shop at Earthbound for the rest of your life and pull it off. Is Earthbound that store in the mall that sells like Asian stuff? Um, I see it as hippie shit, really. Yeah, there's like a wooden hand seat. <laughs> yeah, I could see you having that in your house. And you wear those Sanuk sandal things, you know what I mean? No, yeah, those things are comfortable. Very... Loki. Smell like sweaty ass and nag champa. Yeah. Your style comes off as I don't know. You it's real comforting. Like you make people want to tell you their deep dark secrets and shit. You know what I mean? No. Nobody tells you secrets. I mean, I guess so sometimes, but tell some of them. <laughs> Break that bond, dude. You gotta <laughs> say whose secret it is. Break their trust. Uh, I heard that you were not only sucking on a chili dog, but had tasty freeze. Oh, it ain't no secret, my friend. Not only were you doing that. That's just the beginning. You're also sucking on some uh, metaphorical glizzies. <laughs> metaphorical glizzies. I think it's pretty tight that he did that. If you have the balls to wear a leather fucking jacket, you ought to be executed by the demigod himself. Now, on the same topic of North Korea, this one's a good one. This one is just a power move that makes the whole leather jacket thing seem bitch made. North Korea bans laughing, alcohol, birthday parties, funerals, grocery shopping, and more activities for 10 days to mark the 10th anniversary of former Supreme Leader Kim Jong-il's passing. That's a long time. Any violations of the ban during the morning period will invite serious consequences. It seems pretty fucked up, honestly. 10 days is a long time to go without supplies. The crazy thing, too, dude, is they have active guards on 24-hour duty scouting the entire city to make sure you're not laughing or doing any of that shit. Could you imagine? I would I would find my neighbors who are a piece of shits and tell the cops that they've been laughing. <laughs> I would find my neighbors who are a piece of shits and tell them like a really sad story. And then as soon as that tear went down their cheek. Gotcha, bitch. Anti-aircraft missile to the chest. So you can't have any emotions at all for 10 days? You can't have any emotions for 10 days. Even if one of your own family members died. Or groceries. You couldn't do shit. Or groceries. Yeah, you couldn't go grocery shopping, dude. I thought they didn't even have grocery stores over there. Yeah, they sold like styrofoam fruit or something. I thought it was paintings of fruit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's literal painting of fruit. And there's no fruit to eat. You just got to go eat the corn out of caca or go catch a grasshopper. They keep like four kids chunky for the tourists to look at. I know. And they, they're just put on display on little <laughs> pedestals. I don't think North Korea has tourists, does it? Mm-hmm. I think sometimes they do to portray themselves as anything other than a hermit kingdom that doesn't have shit. You can actually apply to go to North Korea as a tourist. However, it will be state-controlled the entire time. From the moment you walk off the aircraft, you'll have North Korean soldiers guiding you through the experience. 
and it's going to be like an on the rails presented version of North Korea. They tell you what to do, where to go, where to fucking look, dude. Like if you take a picture of the emperor, they'll fucking smash your phone. First of all, you'll go down these giant 10 lane highways with not a single fucking car. No vehicles. Yeah. You'll go into a giant supermarket filled to the brim with fake food with nobody shopping. You'll go into a library with a bunch of people sitting at computers on the Google home screen, just sitting there. It's fucking insane. Acting like this is what they do. Yeah. And then the whole time they're talking about how great they are. This is what I do. I sit on you and how shitty America is. You know what I mean? So, yeah, uh, that's a pretty interesting thing that I figured you guys would like to hear about. And um, did you know that they keep the original dear leaders corpse like preserved or some shit? <laughs> yes, dude. They even have like every chair, like benches in the parks covered in glass portrayed like god himself which i mean that's what they're is he like being held in a pickle jar or something dude he's pickled fermented in the pickle jar <laughs> they just have... <laughs> he's in a fucking uh regeneration chamber from dragon ball z he's even more yellow now than he was when he was alive <laughs> god damn the pickling process makes him much like kimchi um that happened any other uh thoughts on north korea just that uh, I think that their country has great fitness. They're all clearly in shape. <laughs> There's n- Obesity doesn't exist over there. There's no obesity problems. I mean, they're lucky, right? Like, look at me. Yeah, dude. Like, who's the real prisoner? Who's the real prisoner? Macworld has me by the neck, baby. <laughs> Macworld has you by the fucking balls, boy. <laughs> so I got topics for days. You want to go ahead and drop one in, Gilgamesh? Uh, Actually... Unless you want me to keep going. Yeah, we can go for another one of yours. All right, so check it out. I'm going to share this screen. Can you see this? Yeah. Is that like a Super Saiyan chamber? It looks like a ghost, right? In the works for years, a suicide machine will soon be tested in Switzerland. At the push of a button, the pod becomes filled with nitrogen gas, which rapidly lowers oxygen levels, causing its users to fall unconscious and die within a minute. Tight. So it suffocates you to death, basically, kind of like what they do to dogs and cats. The cool thing about this thing, too, is it's mobile. So you can actually take it to your favorite place, which I know for Ryan Dog, it would be the uh, Wiener Schitzel's parking lot. (laughs) 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 And you can look out that little window and just watch that lovely glizzy shaped W slowly fade off into obscurity. Paradox. I'm not the one whose uh, grandma was called and who weeped with disappointment whenever he was <laughs> found drawing wieners at school. <laughs> well, they thought they were dicks at first, dude. I would cry too. Hot dogs are the same thing, bro. I mean, it's a misunderstanding. Same energy. They're one of the same. But um, not only does this thing look like a ghost from Halo, but um, it seems pretty cool. What do you guys think of uh, assisted suicide like that? All I have to say is I hope it comes in speed boosters. <laughs> Sign me up, buddy. This thing does look remarkably like a Covenant vehicle. It's a peaceful way to go. Um, it's like the best way to die, honestly. I, I always thought carbon monoxide is a real winner, you know, but this is a like, similar process. It's a similar process, dude. Like, you won't know the difference between being asleep and dead, dude. Just a long, peaceful sleep. Long kiss, good night. A long kiss, good night by Biggie Smalls. Here's a sample of that. <laughs> <laughs>
I make your mouthpiece obese like Della Reese. When I release, you lose teeth like little C's. Nigga, please, blood flood your dungarees. And that's just the half on my war path. <laughs> so, yeah, another cool thing is this right here. Oh, I do have another topic after this one. Dr. Okay, this one should be short. After decades of rampant poaching, elephants are evolving to be tuskless. A rare genetic condition in Gromnebular National Park in central Mozambique. Mozambique, yeah. Gromnebular? Yeah, has become far more common after years of hunting. Now, if this doesn't convince you that evolution is real, what the fuck will, dude? Hamburger. Tuskless mammoths or a tuskless elephants? Mammoth? That's bonkers, bro. That picture that it's showing looks pretty disgusting. Yeah, they look kind of gross without tusks. They look like elderly people with giant goofball ears. Seeing them without tusks actually makes me want them to go extinct. And it's only a matter of time, dude, before they join their fellow mammoth in the ultimate grave. But um, I think that's pretty cool. Um, If there is one thing you guys can have evolved away from your bodies, what would it be? (laughs) Ball sex. (laughs) There's such a weak point, dude, especially if you're trying to do harmful things to others. Tangles you up, gets in the way. They're pretty annoying. Yeah, they're very uncomfortable. I just don't understand why something so vital can be so mushy and placed in such a fucking dangerous spot. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's actually not in an ideal location. If we truly wanted to protect it, it should probably be on the chest, similar to where titties are. (laughs) And then the style would be just these cages that go around your balls on your chest. I have a bone-like cage. You're telling us that you wish everybody had titty balls. I wish everyone had titty balls. Came full circle. Yarnis has actually evolved, dude. She's a superior form. She's a superior form. What about you, Ronnie? What would you like to evolve away from the human body? Mm, I think buttholes need to go. <laughs> well, what would you replace it with, dude? You gotta have some way of pooping. We we could evolve to be like a chameleon and just like pee poop, like capsules, basically. Chameleons don't have buttholes. Or I mean, they poop pee, I guess. So it's kind of kind of like birds. Kind of, except their poop is like solid. Their piss is like a huge white log. It's disgusting. What if we just peed our poop out? Pooped our pee out, like the guy from the last episode. We could pee our poop out and keep peeing. Are you talking poop noodles? You don't need a butthole because you could just pee out your poop. Oh, like all of it coming out of your pee-pee? Mm-hmm. As liquid? Liquid. Okay, I thought you were talking of a paste hybrid. Nope. <laughs> Get this information to Elon Musk, and I'm sure he'll make something happen. Uh, yeah, I mean, because you still got to poop, I guess. But, but I mean, Reiny, you're so obsessed with buttholes, dude. That's not me. That's Gilgi. I know he's literally obsessed with buttholes, but like in a comedic sense, you're obsessed with buttholes. Uh, you talk about buttholes a lot. I guess so. No, I'm no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm confused. I'm thinking of nut sacks. Exactly. Ryan's more about the saggy sacks. I'm going to drop a quick collage of Ryan talking about nut sacks right here. I feel it almost feels as if a nut sack was rubbed across my forehead. <laughs> I think that a ghost sucked my balls. <laughs> Lick my balls. Sometimes I'll smell my fucking nut sweat. <laughs> In that sweet, sweet hanging nut sack from the back. <laughs> Think twice next time you say eat my balls. <laughs> uh, woke to a wet sensation on my ball sack. Doctors later realized that his balls were full of poop. <laughs> <laughs>
So there you are, you know, um, my favorite being the ghostly nutsack dragging across your face. <laughs> Personally, if I could have anything removed from the human body, it would be, it'd be the dick, dude. Why? I like mine. Because I don't like everything being about how big your pee is. You know what I mean? You want to equalize it? <laughs> I want a, an even playing ground. No, dude. That's a horrible idea. That's a great equalizer. I'd rather us reproduce by pollination. It's lame, actually. Like, imagine that. You could just go on top of a building and pollinate and impregnate hundreds. You guys are just trying to get rid of the male genitalia. What's going on here? As far as you're concerned, you just banged, yeah. Well, you're getting rid of the male butthole, Ranny. It's not much different. All buttholes. All buttholes. (laughs) Only the male butthole. (laughs) <laughs> leaves girls <laughs> oh you want all buttholes gone now you've gone too far dude <laughs> now you're pushing the limits of what humanity can achieve i don't know i mean i guess buttholes are all right i don't mind them too much but i'm gonna clip that right there <laughs> <laughs> i feel like poop could be stored in the balls i mind them i hate them dude they're disgusting chasms that just do nothing but bad when you say chasm i think of chuck finster's dad off <laughs> rugrats Think of during the whole Cisco fiasco, dude. Do you think she wanted that to no, happen? Dude. <laughs> Wait, did we even did we mention that on the pod? A pink sock? Water pig? Not on the pod, but you mentioned that during the couple of days where we didn't have Wuhan AIDS. Well, you were giving us Wuhan AIDS from your girlfriend. Hey, I think I got it from you, Ryan Dog, because you were out there fucking No, all y'all retards went to the bowling alley and then got it. You're just mad you weren't invited. No, I, you guys just went there and all got sick. Cause if if you got it from me, then and Nettie Spaghetti wouldn't have had it. And you are factual. Oh, y'all got it. And I apologize for my little outbursts. The worst part is, is I bowled like shit, dude. Like, if I would have bowled good, it would have been worth it. Yeah, well, at least you didn't suck major balls like I did. <laughs> All I know is, is we couldn't have walked into that Republican fuckfest looking like libtards, dude. They would have judged us. Yeah, I, I didn't wear a mask out of peer pressure only. We literally told Gilgamesh that only f***s wear masks, so he quickly tucked it in his back pocket, in his meat pouch, if you will. Yeah. Our grandma said that it came from your girlfriend. What? She said she was (laughs) patient zero. Whoa. (laughs) I think it was little Cam giving us those free shots. I knew there was something involved in that. Dude, he licked every shot on the ridge. (laughs) He licked every shot on the ridge. So, Gonzo. We can go ahead and go into your topic, and then if you guys want, we can end this one, and we can go right into another one if you're feeling it. That way, we can get maybe multiple episodes on deck. So you want to go ahead and hit us with your next topic, me boy? Yeah, the next topic, I, I really, it sucks because I don't, I don't know if I have or not brought up this topic, but I'll go into it because it's something I'm passionate about. Have you all heard of VTubers? No, yes, I haven't. This is something you've been wanting to talk you about. You showed me, so, and yeah. it's pretty cool. <laughs> you said it's pretty cool? Pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty sexy. I'm surprised, actually. I thought you guys just roast me. It's pretty gay, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so you're really into these, Gonzo? I got to be honest, I kind of am into them, like, in a non-ironic way. Like, do you think they're sexy, or do you think they're entertaining? No, not sexy at all. It's, it's definitely not. It's more of a... Uh, it's just interesting, I guess. Maybe there's some sexy element, but it's more of just interesting. So 
what VTubers are, for those who don't know, basically it's like animated characters who are actually tracking a, a person. And so you don't see the real person's face. You see this like anime girl or whatever. It could be anything, but it represents a person. And, and they're like using this virtual representation of themselves to just be a YouTuber, basically, or a streamer. What kind of incredible technology is required for this shit? Yeah, actually, yeah. from what I understand, you just need a computer and this app called FaceRig. Oh. And th- with that alone, you can you can actually track your face and eye movements. And that will translate to this 3D version of yourself like an avatar. So this is a godsend for people who want to stream and are just fucking disgustingly ugly, right? Exactly. If you have some fucked off thing about your looks, you can just hide behind this fake version of yourself and be as attractive or disgusting as you want and switch that up. You could even be a beastly creature if you're really sexy and you don't want that to be your main attribute to your content. You can just maybe have a filter of your face. Definitely. Just a disgusting glob of a human. Right, right. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Well, so (laughs) I did want to bring up, there's one VTuber that I'm kind of embarrassed about being into because it's just like this anime girl from Puerto Rico. I want to, what's her name? Iron Mouse. Iron Mouse. Let me pull her up. She has an accent. She kind of has a little bit of an accent, but not really. It's more that she's real high pitch voice. Iron Mouse. And what does she stream on? She's a Twitch streamer, but she clips her videos and puts them on YouTube. And she mostly just plays video games and like watches videos, reviews stuff, reacts, commentary, that kind of shit. Yeah. How can something not real be so goddamn sexy, dude? <laughs> and this one's kind of like a lolly one, so it's kind of strange, but she's above 21 for sure. Okay. And sh- does she play games or is she just a uh, IRL streamer? She plays games and she does like other shit, like pretty much what all streamers do, which is like live reactions and shit like that. But this is the less interesting of all the uh, VTubers that I'm into. I do want to t- show you guys one more. And this one is pretty fucking interesting. Ryan, you've probably seen her before, but it's Code Miko. Please tell me. Oh, is she the one with Freckers? No, Code Miko is a unique VTuber among the VTuber community. She's actually... She's a engineer and a designer who works with the rigs that make these kind of 3D girls. And she has basically the most advanced model of anyone out there right now. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, she looks hyper realistic, dude. Her doll tracks her fingers, her face, her eyebrows, everything. And she can change it. It's really cool. If you all want to get into VTubers, she's a cool way, place to start. And you won't find anything even close to as, as neat as what she's got. It's cool because the girl who actually is the person that's behind her is a cute Asian chick as well. And she also happens to have some nudes out there. So she's not a big old disgusting blobby mess. <laughs> well, she was a model. She was like a nude model before. So she just showed some nip nip. Does her shirt say something different every time? Her shirt is like it. She programmed her shirt to say whatever chat has said last. So, oh, that's amazing, dude. I can't wait to go in there and drop some racial slurs. And while she's interviewing people, they'll be like titties popping up on her chest, and people will be like, What is that? She's like, It's just a chat. Stop it, chat. She's covering her virtual titties. Yeah. And the chat can fuck with her. They can like change the size of her head or make her wear different costumes and shit like that. So it's pretty fun. It's very interactive in a way that you can't do with like normal streamers. You can't do that with real people. You don't actually watch the live ones though, right? You just watch YouTube videos. Well, no, I don't. I never watch the live streams. I just watch the clips that they make of the like highlights and shit like that. So you don't get involved in like comment bullshit and stuff. Right. I'm not an actual simp for these VTubers donating them money. I don't know, dude. I don't know, dude. 
You got very wet talking about that um, lolly bullshit. You have a well-paying job. You're really into it. I can see your passion in this. Don't be ashamed, dude. <laughs> I'm a greasy VTuber simp. Do they have any furry VTubers? Um, yeah, there's a bunch of people. Like Iron Mouse is technically part demon, part mouse, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want a full-fledged furry uh, VTuber to get into. So keep an eye out for that. No, there's a bunch. There's the one that's like a shark. And she's even super lolly. She's like more lolly. I just want to know when this whole furry obsession of mine stops b- being a joke. You know what I mean? I like the ones with the like two pregnant male furries. Yeah, like a swole furry that has like <laughs> anime. Wait, wait, what'd you say your fursona was? Um, I think it was like a sexy fucking like gerbil or something. I think it like a porcupine. Oh, like a chibi porcupine. I forgot we did declare our personas, didn't we? With rock hard nipples. I think you said your <laughs> orangutan that was horny. <laughs> a, a chimpanzee just fucking rock hard. I can't stop saying that. Um, <laughs> well, I love it, dude. I think VTubers is cool, especially for those ugly fucks out there that want to stream. Or disabled fucks. Or disabled. Like, nobody wants to see your wheelchair, bitch. I want to see a fucking... VTubers <laughs> is basically just modern Iron Mouse is actually like disabled. I forgot to mention that. Oh, do they uh, have pictures of the actual Iron Mouse on the internet? No, she doesn't show her real self, but I guess she's wheelchair bound. So she's actually a fucking disabled VTuber. Damn. That's crazy. And this goes back to our whole technology being incredible and a part of humanity. Wow, there's some sick ones, dude. Real cute ones. Check out the VTuber games. I like the funny ones more than anything. Because the cute bullshit only goes so far. It can only get you so hard. <laughs> so cool. Well, I'm with it. I love it. Ryan, what do you think of VTubers? What's your final consensus on that? Um, It's not for me, but I mean, to each their own. That's cool. Ryan's judging me from his prison cell. Can you believe your brother's into this shit, dude? I mean, I'm a l- little bit of a kawaii cunt in my own right. So he's been obsessed with Naruto recently. He's been on one. Yeah, you are definitely a dweeb, dude. Or is it a weeb? Weeb. <laughs> dweeb. <laughs> I can see you with the cute little Asian girl. Get that. Just fucking feasting on pho and watching Naruto. I can see you as a cute little Asian girl. No, yeah, I can see you dressed as a cute little Asian girl. I'll be a, a good little um, thing to do one of these days. Maybe just dress you up all anime for one of the pods. <laughs> Side hustle. So cool, man. Well, you know what? Um, I think we're going to go ahead and wrap on the VTuber note. Anything you'd like to tell the goofballs before we head out? Just keep that bushy dry. Nope. Y'all take it easy. We'll see you next time. I would like to tell you that this is a pandemic. The libtards are trying to keep you caged in your house. There's nothing to fear. Get out there. Get sick. Give it to your children. Give it to the elderly. Everything's going to be fine. It's all part of evolution. Go to Liel's. Go to Liel's and cough on some crispy Chilodianos. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Planet Paradox. And we will catch you next time. Yeta.